0: March 2nd. Our reading in the Old Testament today comes from the book of Leviticus, chapter 25, verse 47. We'll go through chapter 27, verse 13. We'll read here today about riches. There was an economic purpose, for God had a concern for the poor and afflicted. Had Israel obeyed the law of the year of Jubilee, it would have helped to balance the economy and the rich would have had difficulty exploiting the poor. We'll read about responsibility. March 2nd, Mark chapter 10, verses 32 through 52. They, the disciples, were now on the way to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking ahead of them. The disciples were filled with dread, and the people following behind were overwhelmed with fear. Taking the twelve disciples aside, Jesus once more began to describe everything that was about to happen to him in Jerusalem. When we get to Jerusalem, he told them, the Son of Man will be betrayed to the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. They will sentence him to die and hand him over to the Romans. They will mock him, spit on him, beat him with their whips, and kill him. But after three days, he will rise again. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came over and spoke to him. "'Teacher,' they said, "'we want you to do us a favor.' "'What is it?' he asked. "'In your glorious kingdom, we want to sit in places of honor next to you,' they said. "'One at your right and the other at your left.' But Jesus answered, "'You don't know what you are asking." Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of sorrow I am about to drink? Are you able to be baptized with the baptism of suffering I must be baptized with? Oh yes, they said, we are able. And Jesus said, You will indeed drink from my cup and be baptized with my baptism. But I have no right to say who will sit on the throne next to mine. God has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen. When the ten other disciples discovered what James and John had asked, they were indignant. So Jesus called them together and said, You know that in this world kings are tyrants, and officials lorded over the people beneath them. But among you it should be quite different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be the slave of all or even i the son of man came here not to be served but to serve others and to give my life as a ransom for many and so they reached jericho later as jesus and his disciples left town a great crowd was following a blind beggar named bartimaeus son of timaeus was sitting beside the road as jesus was going by when bartimaeus heard that jesus from nazareth was nearby he began to shout out, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Be quiet, some of the people yelled at him. But he only shouted louder, Son of David, have mercy on me. When Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, Tell him to come here. So they called the blind man. Cheer up, they said. Come on, he's calling you. Bartimaeus threw aside his cloak, jumped up, and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked. Teacher, the blind man said, I want to see. And Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has healed you. And instantly, the blind man could see. Then he followed Jesus down the road. God will use the foolish
1: things... To confound the wise. God can use a man without arms and legs to be his hands and feet. To prove that it's not about Nick. It's not about his ability. It's not about him and his strength and how how he speaks all around the world and uses his hands greatly as gestures and body language while he gets excited preaching. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. I didn't write my story. Jesus wrote my story. He knew me before the earth began. And I don't know about you, but yeah, it's good to have a job. It's good to have a relationship and get married and have kids. It's good to have that stuff. But until you find Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, there will be always something missing. You can't rely on you because you will fail you every single time, just about. I needed Him, not just because of this, but for my heart, for my mind. By the grace of God, he kept me here on earth, even though I tried to commit suicide at age 10. The bullying at my school convinced me that I was a mistake, that I'd never eventuate to anything. Man, what a lie. When you realize it's just the devil, I say just the devil because the devil's nothing compared to Jesus. I was listening to the encouragement my parents were saying but then listening to the lies at the same time, the lies saying, you're not good enough, Nick, just give up. No, I am wonderfully and fearfully made according to Psalm 139. Oh, Nick, you should just give up. No, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. At age 10, I didn't believe the truth because I wasn't running the race. I wasn't in the right race. The race where it's not just getting things in your life and doing things and having things. What happens after you get married? You think you're the happiest person alive. You need to talk to some married people first. (laughs) Amen? All right, so then after you get married, and I love my wife, trust me. But if you're not happy single in Jesus, then you're not going to be happy married. Amen? It's not about me, it's not about my ability, it's not anything about that, it's all about Jesus. It's not about what you have or what you don't have, what you wish you had or what you wish you didn't have. It's all about Jesus, that no matter where you are in your life right now, if you ask God to forgive you of your sin and you repent of your sin, God will come into your life, forgive you of your sin, you'll receive His life, His blessings, His life eternal and His life life's plan for your life not my plan I don't want my plan sometimes we just need to get over ourselves and actually realize that sometimes God actually has a better plan I suggest a plan to God and he doesn't say anything sometimes but we got to understand that God's ways are higher than ours and thoughts are higher than ours and I showed that video for for the summary of my testimony And I want you to know in your life, I don't know what you're going through, but God does. If I have Jesus, I have everything I need. Now, does that mean I I don't have a pair of shoes in my closet just in case he says yes to me? No, I do have a pair, okay? Just in case, okay, I wanna be ready. But what we need healing first is in the inside and to hear the voice of God. Hearing the voice of God When you hear a phone ring, you pick it up, okay? When you're sometimes dialing into heaven and it feels like he's not picking up, don't hang up on God, he's listening. I hung up on God because I didn't understand his plan. God said through my parents, Nick, God's got a plan for your life. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, I have a whole plan in the future. I'm like, no way, there's no race like that. There's no heaven, there's no God look at all the pain in the world if God loved the world then why is he letting so much pain happen later on you realize in the Bible God doesn't give us pain but whatever the enemy tried to use for bad God turned into good I can't do anything with my broken pieces but there's nothing that God cannot do I've seen pain I've seen miracles God allows things that we don't understand, but I want you to know if you hold on to Him, He'll hold on to you. If you trust in the Lord with all your heart, even when you cannot walk, He'll carry you. When you don't get a miracle, you can still be a miracle. I don't need what the world can give me. I want what Jesus wants to give me. What do you think i rather want? One more person to live forever or have a little bit more money? What do you take with you? Nothing, nothing. Not your garden, not your car, not your nothing. Just you, your soul. And the encouragement you've planted all around you, hopefully souls, to come with you. I can only imagine. Now, Don't, don't handcuff me because of my doctrine, but I just like this illustration. Imagine God sees me and He says, well done, my good and faithful servant, welcome home. And then He sort of looks over my shoulder and says, who'd you bring, amen? I wanna run that race, the race that matters, the race that counts. And I'd rather be paralyzed in the arms of Jesus in that race than be the first prize winner and runner in any other race.